Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 65. Nice. Of Rapid Reviews <laughs> Radio. What's nice about that? It's just a nice day. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if it's a nice day because I'm in my underground lair and whoa, it is foggy and white outside. <laughs> it's, called, it's called snow. Have you never seen it? Um, I'm from Texas. I'm not well acquainted with this thing you call snow. Are you joking? We had snow a couple of weeks ago, even to the point where I announced myself and said, it's snowing, y'all. It scares and frightens me. <laughs> not not enough that you didn't run out into it. I did. Like I a ran child. out and I nearly fell off my steps, slipped down them. Um, and, uh, I was reminded before I left the house to please put on socks. <laughs> Which he didn't. No, I did, but thank goodness I did, because I didn't know that when you go stand in snow and just regular, you know, shoes, what we would call tennis shoes, and I think you guys call them trainers, yeah. the snow goes inside your shoe. No. I was shocked, really. Not really. Absolutely shocked, but not really. No. <laughs> yeah, so that's been an interesting and fun experience. Uh, learning to navigate snow and i didn't i haven't driven i haven't driven since the lockdown no um so i can't even imagine driving in it like that i don't think i'm going to be ready for that for a while never do <laughs> yeah i don't think it's going to be a uh one of my bravery bravery abilities you mean bravest <laughs> yes oh, this is no. what we're dealing with today people Yes, this episode is going to be kind of loosey-goosey and all over the place. Um, yes, we had an original plan that unfortunately didn't work out, but that's because short yeah. notice. Yeah, and we always have a backup plan. Yes. Um, three and four of them sometimes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, most of them never work. I know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're going to have a loosey-goosey episode. Anyway, but it's, yeah, just before we do good. that, I think mm-hmm. you have forgotten one minor thing. To introduce us. Yes. I have. Very no, good catch. What? You didn't. No, I, I I have forgotten. Okay, fine, fine. Okay. Yes, I'm your co-host, Kylie Wild, and I am joined by my ever-present co-host, Peach Buckets. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Did you think I'd forget? <laughs> Never. We found out this week that uh, Overlord Mike put the um captions on yep uh, while listening to the to our uh podcast and it renamed pete beckett twice as peach buckets well yes. it was two different ones and i can't remember what the other one was i can't either i'm gonna uh, have a look quickly hold on yeah that cracked me up uh little amuses the innocent as oh. i'm often told the other one was beach packets <laughs> How does that work? It's well. Remember, it's uh, it's picking up what I'm saying. So clearly, it's the way I enunciate, uh, and I enunciated you as peach buckets. Basically, what you're saying is, is that uh, algorithms don't like Americans because they don't speak exactly. proper English. Oh my gosh! Therefore, try... proving the point that you know English yeah. is the only way to go, not American. Uh-huh. Yeah, you try talking to American Siri, while I try talking to a British Siri, and I'm also surrounded by lots of Irish people who try to talk to British Siri, and, um, wow. 
that is a fun, uh, enjoyable experience and frustrating. I'm not uh, surprised by that. Yeah, especially now that I've uh, made, I've turned my home into a smart home because I want the lights to go on and come off every time I enter and exit a room. Yeah. And <laughs> but that means that they're for everyone else. They're uh, voice controlled. And so there's several differing uh, accents currently in my abode, and uh, it's quite funny. It's very funny. And what did you name them? Um, I named my kitchen lights. They're the food library gang. And before I take credit for calling the kitchen the food library, I did, in fact, steal that from a Metalocalypse episode. Of course you did. Um, Yes, but it's because it's great. Um, <laughs> but I named each of my light bulbs. I have several light bulbs in the kitchen. Um, and on this one particular uh, uh, gang, as I call them, uh, it is <laughs> Bing, Bang, Bong, Ding, and Kevin. And people uh, will probably be like... <laughs> I know why you called the other one Kevin. <laughs> It's not why you think. It's yeah, crazy. right. It's not. It's, oh. it's tangentially about uh, connected to that. But I'll tell you the real reason that I had to end up with the name Kevin. Because I didn't want to name one of my lights Dong. You should have done. No, I don't want it to be like, Siri, please turn on Dong. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened to us? 65 uh, episodes in I think we've truly lost it <laughs> I hope our audience is enjoying this leisurely listen yeah, uh, just talking about dongs and turning them off yes my light <laughs> so, yes yeah, so this is why I didn't name my light dong uh, to go with the others and I thought eh what's a great name well Kevin because I am a Kevin fangirl and so I named it Kevin and yes mm. Anyone who uses my lights has so far told me that I am insane. Uh, there's something wrong with me. And, uh, oh yeah, because my living room light is Jeremiah the floor lamp and my bedroom light is Brian the ceiling lamp. So, or ceiling light. So, <laughs> but I can't help it. I don't have any pets or, or anything, so. <laughs> These are your pets. These are my, my pets and my children and my extension of myself. <laughs> Oh my god. I think the lockdown's getting to me. Getting? Yes. I don't think you even oh. had it before lockdown. Oh, it's just accentuated it. But... Yeah, as I say, it's enhancing it. Yes. Oh. Um, yes, so, uh, how's your week been? Now that I took over talking about my dong lights. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> this is going to yeah. be a long one, sorry. No, it can't be because we're both gonna pass out. <laughs> I know, but still, yeah, my week's been all right. It's uh, snowing again, so yeah. I'll be going out for a walk in that again later to get my uh, my government mandated one hour of free exercise time. Because thank you, government. You, um, should, you should make a gym in your basement. Anyway, I, yeah. what basement? Sorry, most normal people yeah. live in normal houses that don't have basements. <laughs> you know. Yes. Not uh, all of us are part of the bourgeois. Oh, whatever. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> you really uh, have you... become pompous as you got more money, didn't you? No! Yes! 
Never. I'm I'm from I'm a I'm a Texas girl. Um and we further established in the call beforehand that any time you want to disguise yourself as not being a bourgeois person, you try to <laughs> fake the Texan accent as much That's as possible. That's not fake. That is I spent more of my life in Texas than I did here so far. Yeah, but, but that's going to that change be, at some point in the future. I was going to say, that will be changing in just a few years, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. Um, hmm. But I was going to ask you, when you go for your walk, um, it's dumb. This is a dumb noob question, but yep. I can't help it. Uh, do you, like, wear, like, um, you guys call them Wellingtons? The, uh, <sighs> we call them rubber boots. You're joking, but- right? No, I want to know, like, do you wear tennis shoes or... Oh, I wear trainers, of course. Yeah. Because I, okay. I, I don't think I've worn a pair of welly, boot, welly boots in years. Ever since I was a kid, actually. I've never yeah. liked them. Oh, my gosh. You have to... I mean, I don't wear them because I don't leave the house. But yeah. uh, you have to wear them in Northern Ireland. You no, you have don't. to. Oh, my gosh. Just wear walking boots. Uh, well, to be fair, I actually have a pair of motorcycle boots that Which I wear. It's essentially on... the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's on muddy days, but it's just yeah. crazy. Look, you get more grip from a pair of uh, walking boots than you do a pair of wellies. And the only thing that wellies I, are good for is actually throwing. Throwing? <laughs> yeah, we used to throw welly boots. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. How dare you quote Austin Powers to me like that? <laughs> How dare you? Uh-huh. <laughs> Shoo, honestly. Um, but, that, okay. that did always confuse me why, like... Why, why in the James Bond movies there was someone who threw a hat? Yes. I never but, understood odd job. Um, but it was a, a, a bladed hat. So, in a way, it was kind of like Peaky Blinders. What? Just... You've been have you've just been watching too much Peaky Blinders recently? I actually have never watched Peaky Blinders, but I was so fascinated by the name, I had to look up the origin. Yeah, and uh, that was wow. So wild. Yeah, for the Americans out there, who's probably heard of Peaky Blinders, I'm pretty sure it's made it over there. Um, but uh, it was. It was derived from the caps they wore that had hidden blades in them. Knives and blades and stuff. Um, and then they could just stab you. <laughs> yep, of course they could. Hide it in the hat. So it's like, yeah. whoa. Wow, I thought our mafia was crazy. Nah, nah, <laughs> we, we were mental. <laughs> yeah. So I'll probably end up watching that and then loving mm. it. But I haven't, I don't ever watch TV, but... Um, what yeah. were we saying? I don't know, but honestly, if you want to know anything about gangsters, just go and check out The Craze, because they were mental. Oh, I saw a movie about them once. Oh, dear. Uh, but it was way back when I was in America, and it was on Netflix. So was it I don't by any think... chance the one that was made in the very early 90s? It would have to have been, yeah, because yeah. it was an import on Netflix. Mm. So Yeah, I just also... don't watch the Tom Hardy one, because it is appallingly bad. But see, that's... Let me check. Did I watch the Tom Hardy one? No, I know what I watched. Hold on. The Martin uh, King No, I watched a whole... I mean, I watched the, the 90s one, but... Uh, okay, so there's one... Yeah. Okay, so that was Tom Hardy. There yeah, was where a he movie. plays both twins. No, 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 no. 
before I knew who Tom Hardy was. Let me make sure that's him. Yep, that's him. Uh, he, there was a, another movie on uh, Netflix called Bronson. And oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was always weird to me because I didn't know anything about British land yet. Yeah. Um, because Charles Bronson is an actor in America. Yeah, and, he was. Yeah, and then, so I was very confused. You know, I was like, why would the British people make a movie about Charles Bronson? And then I watched the movie, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, he was uh, quite something else. <laughs> yeah. So that's like the first movie that I was aware of that I watched with Tom Hardy. Yeah, apparently he, like, Bronson's supposed to be getting out of prison this year, I believe. Uh, I knew it was coming up. Um that's just wild okay I gotta stop looking at that is just why I just you love just, you just got an obsession crime. with bloody Tom Hardy haven't you I, I don't I don't he just happens to be in a lot of things that I like okay it's fair very point weird. Um, but we're here to talk about video games are we because it doesn't feel like that at the moment <laughs> <laughs> don't let your child get sucked into the world of video games <laughs> No, because they end up start talking about Charles Bronson instead. Yes. <laughs> no, we're going to talk a little bit about video games. Video James. Video uh, James? Yeah. Leave James I, out of this, man. <laughs> I don't even remember. I think it was uh, an Irish YouTuber that used to say that. Was it Kevin, uh, by any chance? No, this is pre-Kevin, pre-Jack. <gasps> oh, uh, wow, okay. Um, what, what, Dan the, Danny? Danny, the Danny guy O'Dwyer. that does, yes, oh, Danny okay, O'Dwyer, yeah. and he would be like, video games, and yeah. then he'd be like, video games, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I love I thought, you, Danny O'Dwyer. I thought I'd heard that before, but I think the original Irish YouTuber was Super Eyepatch Wolf, though, wasn't it? I am not familiar with that one. I only know him because he'd recently done a, a What Happened episode with Matt McMuscles. Right, uh, I do know Matt Muscles. What the heck was that? What the hell did they even cover? Christ! Oh, Shenmue Three. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That was bad. <laughs> I watched um, it last night and I couldn't even remember I watched it. That's, that's really bad. See, we're both very, very tired. Guys. Yeah, that's what happens when you stay up until like two in the morning. I guess. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to get myself off of sleeping pills, so. Mm. My body clock is so messed up. Yeah, it wants well, me to go to bed at like 6 a.m., wake up about 1, and then start my day at 2. And it's like, the day's almost over. And, I can't do and that. And then go back to sleep at 4 in the afternoon. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, body, come on. I've got Welcome water. to life. Yeah, stupid life. Okay. Not worth living. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got a couple of news stories because, like we said, yeah. one particular thing that we wanted to do didn't pan out, but mm -hmm. we will. We won't tell you what it is because that will come up. No, because it may. Future. Yeah, exactly. But one of our news stories does relate to it, so we'll talk, yeah. we'll tackle that last because yeah, you know, you leading up it. to everything, of course, because there are two other stories that are smaller in nature but equally as impactful. Mm -hmm. So I'll let you choose, and I'm not going to tell you which ones I've numbered. Okay. So choose between one or two. <sighs> I guess two. Can I tell you something, though? What? Regardless of what you picked, I was going to pick this one first anyway. Of course you were. Of course you were. <laughs> uh, 
At least you admitted it. Yes, because it is a it's a story that resonates a lot with both of us, especially All me. All right. All right. Uh game. We haven't really spoken about the Giga Leaks at all. We've briefly uh-huh. mentioned them. So, shall we do a quick uh, t- TLDR on the Giga Leaks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do a recap for uh, our lovely listeners. Okay, basically, the Giga Leaks are someone, I think, hacked Nintendo servers and found an absolute ton of information, including <laughs> old patent information, um, yeah. ROMs. Uh, mm mm-hmm old assets that were used as well, including one particular asset that used to show that Mario had wings in Super Mario World. That's so wild. Yeah, very, very strange stuff anyway. There's been so much stuff on there. I'm not talking about all the employee files that got unfortunately included in that because that's that's a criminal activity. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, but... Can't support that. No, neither can I. But one of the greatest things that came out of the Giga Leaks... (laughs) And no, it's not Mother 3. <laughs> Although Mother 3 is an excellent game and you should play it. Yes, it is. And yes, you can play it on a goddamn emulator because someone actually painstakingly like, translated the entire game. So it is perfectly playable for anybody and not this absolute myth that everyone thinks it is. Right. But divulge it away to the side. The Super Mario World soundtrack has been found... In the Giga Leaks. Yeah. So fans have painstakingly restored the soundtrack using original instruments. It is so freaking awesome. We were listening to it just before we started recording and oh my days. Get yourself a good pair of headphones on. Unless you've got like really good, you know, stereo speakers with bass boost. And yeah. just sit back and listen because holy crap, I was just like in heaven. I, I was, was just like, I was stunned. Uh, I was like, yeah. I mean, this is one of my favorite soundtracks word. of all time. It's one of my mm-hmm. favorite games of all time. To be fair, it's the soundtrack of childhood. It Absolutely, li- very literally is. I would say for quite a few of us, for, um, for the majority of people mm-hmm. beyond nineteen ninety three, most would argue that that is sixty four. I'm afraid. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. But, I could but, see that. But, but for me, it's Mario World because it it's the greatest yeah. game of all time. Fight yeah, me. I was still playing that up until, God, probably till I moved here, and then I still played it on other means. Still play it it's every yep. year without fail. I play and yep. complete it every year. Yeah. So I'm not going to turn that away again. So actually, I haven't played it this year yet. So I might do that after this. Yep. So, um. What can we say about this? Some uh, tracks are hit and miss. Yeah, but I would say way more hit. But um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, and some of them you've got to just let it build up to mm. hear the just dynamism. Um, <laughs> what? Dynamism. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> you mean the dynamic range? Yes, but I'm marking. So I have to say things like craveable and dynamism. And there's another word, too, that we say that just really gets on y'all's nerves. I don't know. Um, but you spell color wrong. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the bad thing is half my family's in Canada and they also say I spell color wrong. So <laughs> Good, because they actually know sense. <laughs> yes. But um, no, for real, uh, if, if we can provide the link for yeah, that, can't we? 
We'll okay. put it in the show notes. It'll be there. Not that anyone yeah. ever reads those show notes that I painstakingly write as I finish like, editing uh, I'm work. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. They bloody don't. But- <laughs> How many times have you ever seen anyone reference those show notes and go, huh, yeah, I didn't realise that they put all the Twitter handles in there. Yeah, but when one day when someone writes a wiki about Rapid Reviews Radio, the show notes will be listed in it. So there you go. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, if someone else wants to do that, because I sure as hell aren't. No, it's got to be fans. Oh, I know. Because uh, there's something about, like, like people have told me, and I'm going to finish this thought, I promise. Uh, people have told me, like, oh, yeah, you should uh, you should get a wiki page, like, in Wikipedia. You've done so much and blah, 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 and mm-hmm. it can be referenced and blah, blah. One, I'm way too private for that. But two... Yeah. Writing your own wiki page or Wikipedia page feels, uh, I'm not going to use the word that I want to say, uh, it feels self-gratifying. I agree with you there. It's sort yeah, of a bit weird just, to, to write your own entry. Stroking my own ego? I don't know. Yeah. Publicly? Probably, no. be- probably better than you know, not stroking your own ego. Publicly. Or privately. <laughs> well... Hey, some of us have egos that need to be stroked. Okay, so don't, what I was going to say just, was... Just don't. Um, you need to get a pair of headphones. Go listen to this. Uh, it's amazing. It's so, like, oof. Just oof. It really is something else, honestly. It is. It is. It's worth it. Ah, oh, just put it on a playlist. If you're well, at work, if you're working playlist. from home... Well, it is, but I, I guess I mean play the playlist uh, if you're working from home, and oh, just go to freaking town because it's like oh, it's so good. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow when I'm working. Actually, okay. see how it works for that because yeah. I've listened to the original 16-bit version enough times whilst I work. Oh yeah, absolutely. That, oh, mean, just, that means I have so to stop hyped. listening to Liquid Tension Experiment. Oh gosh! God damn it! <laughs> Oh, it means I have to take a momentary break from Kevin videos. Um, See, we're both as bad as each other when it comes to things we like. I like. I I'm big in repetition if I like it. Um, yeah, well, that liquid those liquid Tendridge experiment yeah. albums, the two albums that they've ever made oh, from '97 and '99, I must have listened to at least a hundred times over each. Yeah, yeah, or more. Like- yeah, I've got some podcasts that I do that with too. Uh, yeah, um, I, 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 I'm going to admit that I've recently gone back and listened to all the uh, Incredible Salt Mine podcast. Right. Even though it's all about current events and it's like, oh, I'm listening to news from two years ago. Oh, great. See, but I, I like that too. And, and I kind of hope that in the future people feel that way about our show is that um, I, I'm listening to old, uh, the longer... Uh, title is My Brother, My Brother and Me episodes, oh, but yeah, yeah. Mabim Bam for short. Ma-bim-bam. But I'm going back to their uh, 200s episodes, and those are from like 2015. When they and were good. <laughs> yeah, they know yeah, it. They yes. say it too. They're like, yes. back when we were actually funny. Oh, um, good. I'm glad they're like, self-aware enough to know that. Yeah, that 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 is the kind of like lingering thing why okay. i stay in their fan base is because they are pretty self-aware okay well um, i was gonna say come fight me mabim bam <laughs> nah they'll be like nah yeah <laughs> you're right um and 
but anyway, but it's so cool to kind of, it's almost like a, a time machine in its own way uh, to go back and hear what is essentially, I mean, it's not live or real time, but in a way it's kind of real time, uh, you know, reactions to yeah. current events at the time. And, yeah, well, uh, the Tism podcast was originally streamed, so, you know, it was live at the time. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's cool. I, I like that. Yeah, I probably should stop doing that because I've got plenty of podcasts in my uh, in my no, backlog that need to be listened to, including last week's episode. Oh no! But like, uh, <laughs> if I'm working or something, like yesterday, I was putting together furniture and all that kind of crap. Mm. Uh, I like to put old podcast on rather than. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing for uh, when I'm listening to Kevin and I'm working. I put the old stuff on because the new stuff I want my brain engaged. Um, I mean, but that might enough, just really. be a me thing. I don't know. Yeah, I get like, that. Like, sometimes yeah. you just need something old and familiar so that you can just yeah. turn your brain off, basically, so you can focus exactly. on what you're doing. Yep. Yes, yeah, the old, uh, the old subconscious listening. Yes. Yeah. Become a bit of an artist in that, if I'm honest. Yeah. I yeah. I think you kind of have to be nowadays. To be yeah. fair. Um. There's so much media out there. Um. But, yes, let's go to our next story, please. Uh, yeah, controversial story, let's say. Always, always. So, um, I have to preface this. How excited are you for the Mass Effect Legendary Edition remasters? Well, I think I've made it pretty clear where I stand on Mass Effect, so... So, please reiterate for those who didn't listen to that episode. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm about a... Point zero three. <laughs> okay, so none whatsoever. No. Okay. I am not a Mass Effect fan. Any particular reason why? I've just never gelled with the games. I just never have. Which um, games no. did you play? Uh, Mass Effect 2. And I started wow. Andromeda, but I couldn't get past graphics and no stuff. well nobody did to be fair yeah. that's why it bombed um yeah but mass effect 2 wow okay that's yeah. considered like the best of the series and you just couldn't that's, get into it that's how i knew that it wasn't for me because i had everyone everyone going please play mass effect 2 you're gonna love it oh my gosh and they were all very very much into it mm. and so i started it up and i played it and i was like i don't know this is not this is just not for me fair enough yeah uh, I remember playing the first one. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it. Right. And never bothered playing any of the others. Because <laughs> right. I didn't see the point in picking up a £50 game for a series I didn't oh, like the first oh. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's obviously proven that the fact that everyone considers it to be very outdated now, considering that 2 and 3 came out. Yeah. And yet they're remastering it and doing absolutely nothing to the first game. Uh, so people, so... I think, are going to go back to it and go, yeah, it's a good Ooh. story, but Jesus, what are they thinking <laughs> with a gameplay? Uh, yeah, probably. Anyway, so they announced, obviously, the I believe it's the release dates for this. I don't know. can't remember. Mm-hmm. Just, it's like May or something, isn't it, that they're coming out? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah May 7th? Yeah. want to say May something. 7th for some that... reason? Um, I would definitely put it in that area, if not exactly that. Living proof that we uh, we had to throw this together pretty quickly. Um, Yeah, that's still kind of (laughs) fun. But 
They also announced some uh, special editions for the game because EA, mm-hmm. of course. Of course, absolutely. Goddamn God you, EA. Um, but <laughs> there was one that didn't cause that much controversy unusually, which I'm really surprised about considering it's EA. But mm-hmm. the collector's edition box, the most expensive version of the game, doesn't include the game. Yep. Now, I have things to say about this. Yes. I have many uh, things to say about this. I would say that you do. And I'm going to take a big you. old steaming dookie <laughs> right on top of Red Dead Redemption 2 for this. Yep. Now, let's go on the record and say that I am a very big fan of Red Dead Redemption 2 for anyone who hasn't caught previous episodes. So, uh, Yes. Did you, by any chance, happen to buy the collector's edition box? No, I didn't. Okay. Because you would have had to spend an extra £50 on the game. Yeah, I don't. That's not cool. So they pulled that stunt too? Yes, they did. Mm. Uh, so I saw online a couple of people were like, this is the most EA move that EA has ever made. And I went, right. whoa, h- hold on. They don't just do it. Right. Uh, so when I <laughs> when I made that comment, the, 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 the likes kept going up and I sent it to you. Yes. Uh, when I sent it to you, the engagements on the post were 420 <laughs> and you pointed yep. and I had to point that out and I went, woohoo. <laughs> yep. Uh, not not quite sure what the what the whole 420 numbers have to do with anything to be honest because oh yeah uh, i oh. don't know well and also <laughs> we're in the uk it doesn't exist here well it does but you know you I, so I know <laughs> i don't care i don't care all right i don't care we're family friendly but that doesn't change anything But yes, continue on. Yeah, it's, so... It's terrible practice. Oh, it's an awful, awful practice. From what I'd heard a couple of months ago as well, from, I think, a news story, um, there was supposed to be a, uh, a few games in the future that were going to come out with collector's editions that didn't include the game. And right. if I remember rightly, quite a lot of them were EA titles. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't surprise me. Also, Ubisoft or Ubisoft. I don't know. I still don't know how to pronounce it. Listeners, in fact, we have someone on staff there. So why haven't they told us? I was going to say. I'm not calling them out by name because I'm not going to do that. But you know who you are. If you listen, please, please message me and tell me how you actually pronounce the company name. (laughs) Ah, yes. I've always just known them as Ubi. Yeah, that's how I've always done it. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, what a surprise that there's two of the biggest companies in the world, AEA, Ubisoft, are the ones that practice this more frequently than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And this sort of practice needs to die. Yeah. Like, what the hell is the problem? We're spending £200, or however much this collector's edition is, to then have to go and spend an extra £40 to £50 on the game. What the hell is wrong with you? Or, Do you not have enough money as is? Sure. There's no. Um, oh yeah, it's Bobby Kotick we're talking about. You know, <laughs> that guy doesn't doesn't have enough yachts. Oh frick. Yeah, but see if if they release the game and then release the other stuff as like 
memorabilia that mm. they could sell in a merch shop. That that would be cool. Yeah, but it's the fact that they're releasing releasing this as like the uh, most yeah. expensive collector's edition for yeah. a game that's advertised for said game. But yeah. in the small and print goes does not include game. Yeah, and yet there's a precedent set for decades of collector's editions having the game. Okay. You know well, what I mean? So Yeah, let me pull you up on let me pull it up on this one then. Even mm-hmm. the worst Kickstarter of all time had a collector's edition box that included a digital copy of the game. Mighty now, which... number nine. Say that again? Mighty number nine. Oh, right. Yes. Okay. I was going to be like, mm, which was the... Wor- uh, no, okay. Yeah, Mighty number <laughs> nine. Right. One of the most successful, but also one of the most disappointing yeah. of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although Shenmue 3 was like the That's the biggest. That's what I thought you were going to say. Yep. Because like, that earned $6 million in... Yeah. In, in crowdfunding, even though they had Sony actually like self-funding or yeah. kind of funding the game in some way, and Deep Silver publishing it. Of course. Weird. Anyway, enough about Shenmue because I don't want to talk about a series I've never played. That's pretty fair stance. Yeah. So this needs to stop. Honestly, like I swear to God. If Capcom don't even do this, which they might yep. do this, I don't really know because it might be the case that Village also has this same practice. So, talk because I'm oh. going to go and find out. Right. Um. I don't know. I mean, I think they have to evolve because we're going into a more digital format. So they're going to have to evolve what a collector's edition is. Um. And also, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm older now, but collecting doesn't seem as intense as it used to be. Yeah. Um, But again, I don't know if that's due to just aging up or uh, if that is the kind of atmosphere around nerd culture now. Um, Because it used to be all about collecting. Because that was the only way you could get your hands on any kind of uh, geek anything, memorabilia or tech or anything. You had to be a collector um so i think they're just gonna have to evolve what a collection is i sound so silly but i actually think that's what's gonna have to happen Mm. what entails as a collector's edition yeah i think yeah i know what you mean it's just it's really crazy like what sort of what counts as a collector's edition nowadays like I mean, you, you you look at things like Final Fantasy VII remakes, like collector's edition, and Jesus, there was so much in that, like right. for two hundred and fifty pounds, but at least included a copy of the game. But I mean, there's also the fact that uh, a lot of these uh, like collections get pieced out and sold at like mm. eBay sites and stuff like that. Yeah. So maybe there's this idea of. I don't know. I can't. I can't quite connect the dots. But... No, I can't either. To be fair, let's have a look because I'm on Capcom's website at the moment. Because Game UK clearly doesn't tell you, which is quite funny. Because <laughs> yeah. if you know anything about game, yes, <laughs> yes, I'm the one beating that horse because for some reason people still give game money. They do. Why? Uh... Well, I can tell you in uh, Northern Ireland, it's because you're the literally only place. I thought you had GameStop over there. No. 
Oh, it might be in the uh, Republic. Might be in the Republic, yeah. Hmm. Um, we do have CEX, though. But oh, it's... God, let's not talk about them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. I clearly can't see product codes are included with the physical version. If you purchase the digital version... What the frick? This is weird. It doesn't clearly state it. Oh, even a UK version? Because UK is pretty clear on... You know, they yeah. make you list out everything. Oh, yeah, they do. But it's not very clear whether or not this actually includes a copy of the game. That's wild. Well, I want to hear from our listeners um, who catch this episode, even if it's like an old one. Um, I want to know what you guys think about collector's editions. Do you go after them? Like, like when Halo 3 came out, I was all about collector's edition everything. Oh, yeah, I've known a few mates over the years who were like really enamoured by that particular special edition with the Master Chief yeah. helmet, which, oh, yeah, to be so fair, cool. it was awesome. It was until you got it and it was tiny, but yeah, and, uh, but uh, it, and, it was still the only thing we had. And also that was it wasn't a- hollowed out so you could put your head yeah. in it. Yeah, although some people did modify it. Of but, course um, they did. Yeah, but um, I have not felt that kind of compulsion on any game and that includes fallout 76 before i knew it was a big pile of dog vomit Mm. uh i was like a little forlorn because you know they showed a bunch of influencers with collector's memorabilia yeah they're like oh this is going to be in the collector's edition and then the collector's edition came out and it was all inferior Mm. (laughs) and then me as a printer i knew where all that stuff was like actually from and how much they spent on it I could have just recreated my own. And I was like, whoa, they really cheated a lot of people out of some money. Yeah, of course. It does look like the Resident Evil Village one does actually include a copy of the game. But the deluxe edition includes a copy. uh, Well, it's a standard version of it, but it also includes a copy of Resident Evil uh, Biohazard. And it's DLC. So that's fair enough. I like that. Yeah, I I do as well. Because it's like, oh, well, if you haven't played Resident Evil 7 yet... Here you go. Mm-hmm. Even though it's on Game Pass on Xbox at the moment. Yeah, well. Yeah, well. And that's an, oh, see, there's like, there's so much that people are going to have to, people as in uh, yeah, publishers, are going to have to adapt to because why would you go buy a collector's edition if you can play the game on Game Pass? Mm, good point. You have to be a true fan. And maybe that's the thing. True maybe fan. they should... Well, I mean, I know that falls into the whole gatekeeping thing, but mm. maybe that's what you have to appeal to is the actual hardcore fan base. Yeah, I get that. Okay, look, let's just put it honestly. Okay, so if they were like, oh, there's a collector's edition of Halo coming out, Halo Infinite, and yeah. uh, it's got, you know, uh, a... a a scaled replica of the needler and um, a cool backpack that says finish the fight in a USMC yeah. uh, patch or something like that. I'd be like, eh, no, not sold. Then if they said they had a detailed sculpture of Master Chief and Cortana in some fashion, um, yeah, like recreating the scene from Halo 4. Oh, that'd be uh, it. That's you all over. I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, here's my, take my money. <laughs> take my money, please. 
So I think really that's what it comes down to is they're going to have to tap into the fandoms. Of course, yeah. Can I can I tell you something <laughs> about sure. a collector's edition that I really shouldn't have bought? Sure. The that's Street Fighter 4, and I'm talking vanilla Street Fighter 4. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a good collector's like, edition, to be fair. Right, I, okay. What it is, it's basically, it's a copy of the game inside a cardboard box that basically has two figures in front of the, um, the oh, what are they called a stage in Street Fighter 4? I can't remember. It's basically a redo of Ch- uh, Chun-Li's stage from Street Fighter oh, 2. right, yeah, um, okay. But it's basically got that as the background picture and a picture of, and basically a figure of Ryu uh, and Sea <laughs> uh, Viper. And it's uh, awesome. Yeah. But bearing in mind they released four other versions of the goddamn game. Yeah. That's kind of a pointless one. Yeah, and that's 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 kind of what I'm I'm meaning is mm. they've got that. yeah. Sorry, I mean publishers, you got publishers slash marketers for video games. Yep. You've got some new adaptations to take on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Look, if you're gonna just constantly just have a collector's edition that doesn't include a copy of the game i think people are eventually just going to get really sick of it and just go you know what i'll just buy your standard edition exactly or they might uh, might even just turn around and go i'm not buying your game then Mm -hmm. you know especially with games coming out onto game pass a bit sooner now than they ever would have done Mm -hmm. most people might just turn around and go oh i won't buy your 250 like pound version of dragon quest 11 echoes of elusive age yeah. It's on Game Pass. Cool. Or go and buy the Switch version or whatever, you know. If companies are just going to keep pulling this kind of crap, then they have to understand that people are eventually going to lose the plot with this kind of crap. Yep. You know, Absolutely. It, they can't keep being greedy like this. They have to include a copy of the game if you're mm-hmm. going to spend all that kind of money on it. Yep. It's madness. Absolute it madness. I have to agree with you there. So, anyway... Uh, I'm going to bring up another quick news story because, sure. you know, uh, I want to I want to get a bit of light onto this one because it's something that it's not a series I play very much, but there's a new one coming out, so I can't complain about it at all. But uh, Bando, uh, Bandai Namco have recently <laughs> just announced that there will be an open beta starting the 19th of February for Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah. Uh, it will last for uh, two days, or two and a half days, uh, running concurrently on both the PS4 and the PS5. Right. Which is really cool, actually. But it is. I some agree. Of the, some of the things they've actually included into it mm-hmm. is much better than any open beta I think I've ever seen, actually. Okay. Well, tell us. 13, 13 characters of a roster that are probably not going to be anything more than about 30. So that's wow. nearly half of it. Nearly half, yeah. Uh, versus mode, tutorial, training mode, and online play. That's insane. So what they're, what they're saying to you is, oh, go in training mode. See whether or not you like the way that this character feels before you take them online, which is pretty much essential to any fighting game, I think. A tutorial yeah. mode, which is, let's be honest, there's hardly any fighting games out there with a tutorial mode. So, right. Great. And offline yeah. versus what? I've never heard that before. Now that's cool. Yeah, so I'm not. Although, 
I will just pull them up about one particular thing I've just noticed in their trailer. Mm-hmm. Why the hell are they releasing the game three days early for deluxe and ultimate editions? Well, I, another practice that needs to stop. Yeah, it's it's very strange. I don't. Yeah, look mm-hmm. if you if you need a spreadsheet to know when your game unlocks, then you've got a problem. Yeah, I agree. We, we learned that with Anthem. Mhm. Anyway. Yeah, I just mm, yeah, that's not good practice. No, it's not. But I'll be honest, one of the things that I don't particularly like about um, Arc Systems, who make the Guilty Gear games as well as uh, BlazBlue and uh, DBFZ, they do tend to release quite a lot of versions of their games at full price. Right. So, I mean, they toned it down a heck of a lot, actually, with Guilty Gear Exert, because there was only two versions of that game, which is very unusual. Right. Yeah, they had Exert, uh, Exert Sign and Exert Revelator, and they came out, I, I think Revelator came out a couple of years after, so that was clearly a proper redo of the game. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not going to complain at that, but when you look at things like Blaze Blue and you see, like, how many versions they released in, like, a four-year period, it's crazy. Right. So, and, uh, well, Dragon Ball Fighter Z has got so many DLC packs to it. It's, it's yeah. basically like a, a £130 game at this point. Sheesh. I know, it's mad. <laughs> like, That's wild. Yeah, yeah, I can go and play Killer Instinct on Ooh. the Xbox One mm-hmm. for free. Yep. And I have limited characters and just pick up whoever the hell I want. Yeah. Or I could just go and spend twenty pounds and go and get it, get all of it. I'm not going to, by the way, because I don't like Killer Instinct. <laughs> uh, I I used to like it. I just have not touched it in decades. Yeah, I, to be honest, I haven't played the new Killer Instinct with an arcade stick yet, and I think that was the hindrance for me. Is that fighting games play so much better for me on on sticks now that I need to try and find a converter to actually be able to plug my PS4 stick into an Xbox One and get it to work. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of places where I could find them. I just have been lazy and can't be bothered. Right. So but anyway, yeah, just thought I'd uh, just highlight that people need to jump on Strive because that, that game looks good. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'll move on to our last news story, which is the one that basically caused this whole episode. Yep. So, <laughs> God damn it! Someone paid for Randy Pitchford. That's the best way to put it. Somebody paid Randy Pitchford's bonus. (laughs) Someone paid for him to keep doing magic tricks. Oh, God. And keep transporting that thumb drive of porn. No, no, no. Hyperbole aside. (laughs) Yes. Um, Gearbox Software has been purchased by the Embracer Group for 1.3 billion, yes, with a B, dollars. By well, and if you don't know, Embracer Group are the parent company of THQ Nordic. Mm-hmm. So, this sets a really interesting precedent with this one now because, say it with me, everyone, Gearbox used to be owned by Take Two. So, yep. discuss. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's um. 
That is a wild formula <laughs> that they're playing with. Mm. I don't... I, I, I don't know. You had this really... No, we're not talking about my weird theory just yet. We want to talk about the actual story first. Okay. <laughs> but your weird theory makes more sense than the actual story. <laughs> yeah, I... I know it does, but we'll we'll go into uh, it more soon. Yeah, because I just want to um, I just want to drill into the uh, into the actual crux of the story itself. That you know, Gearbox Software, who obviously make Borderlands and yeah, oh border, yeah, I guess and should... Borderlands and uh, and Borderlands colonial, <laughs> colonial Marines. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I... never ever let Gearbox forget they made Colonial Marines. I was going to say, I forget because we're in it constantly, 24-7, that we may have listeners who don't actually know these uh, publishing slash development companies. Um, and Gearbox is probably one of the more, and I, and I mean this literally, interesting stories out there. Um, it's an out there story that's out there. <laughs> But um, they are known for making one of the uh, worst games, uh, Aliens Colonial Marines. Mm. And um, did they have some? They had something to do with Duke Nukem, didn't they? The Forever one? <sighs> yes. Or am I getting that? They did. I okay. believe they did. I think they published it, if I remember rightly. Yeah, they but they didn't. It. They didn't develop it, but they published it, I think. I'm trying to remember back to our episode. We have an e episode strictly about Randy Pitchford. Yeah, I but that was mainly to to about him rather than <laughs> yeah. the actual game. Uh, and then, but the reason why, or the theory seems to be that the reason why Colonial Marines was so terrible was because Pitchford was taking all the talent and money and putting it into a game called Borderlands, which mm. we all know and don't necessarily love um oh okay it does does look like gearbox software did do some part development on june did they? forever oh my god as well as uh, How uh they as well as piranha games and uh i can't pronounce that i'm oh. gonna bother tip uh, tight, titch tip titch whatever oh triptych yeah yeah, oh, yeah 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 that's right um yeah that Wow, I just hear that again, and I just wonder how does Gearbox exist. Well, easy because so, they get bought out by one for one point three billion. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, um, God, how do I phrase? Oh this? my so, God, why was there a downloadable package of downloadable content for Duke Nukem Forever called Duke's Big Package? Oh gosh, because it's Duke Nukem and they forgot that it was a joke and they started to take it serious. Yeah, I, I, <sighs> know, I know, but how did I that game Duke. ever get DLC? It, yeah, well, <laughs> that's that was more of where I was coming from on that one. Oh, I was gonna say because that's that's during horse armor. That's the first, <laughs> the first God adventure. Damn so horse armor. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, <laughs> um. Uh, THQ Nordic. Mm-hmm. Oh, frick. Um, God, it's hard to follow this this tree back. It's so hard, because the thing is, the Embracer Group have picked up so many studios recently. Exactly. Um, wow, I didn't realise they owned them too. 
Wow, okay. Yeah, Embracer owns Amplifier Game Invest, which I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. Coffee Stain Holding, which I am. DECA Games, I am. Easy Brain, not sure. Gearbox, of course. Uh, Coke Media, yes. Uh, Saber Interactive, absolutely. And mm. THQ Nordic, yes. Because yeah. THQ Nordic used to be owned by Volition, which made um, mm. uh, Rev Faction and uh, 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 Saint Row. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah. I technically, they do. But, you know, Kosh uh, Media, they mm. own Deep Silver. So that's another publishing yeah. house within their, within cool. their ranks. You know, this is. It's okay. crazy how much they own. I, I, I want to say this. I talked about this before, I'm pretty sure, on our mm. early, early episodes. Um, I've been in actual publishing of, like, like book publishing, mm-hmm. that kind of media, written media publishing. Yeah. Um, and there are six, uh, which are called the big six, publishers, and they own everything. Sure. Well, guess what? Now there's five. Penguin bought uh, one of the six. Yeah. So now there's only five. And before long, I'm pretty sure Penguin is going to own it all. Um, yeah, and they that's, probably will. Yeah, and so that means just about everything you read that is uh, on a Kindle or um, you know, your book form or textbooks at school, book type things that aren't indie self-published, mm. indie slash self-published, is produced by these big five. And it really seems like embracer group is trying to do that but from a uh digital electronic media yeah so it says on their website uh, and i imagine they're probably going to update this soon it says six operative groups 57 studios over 200 franchises that's insane you know we always talk about disney and we talk about because disney buys up everything Mm -hmm. uh uh, I think Embracer is one to watch as well because I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're um, buying up a load of stuff. They pro- apparently picked up Asper Media. Again, not familiar with that. Yeah. But uh, they picked that up for $450 million on the same day they merged with Gearbox. Oh, my God. That one went by the wayside. Jeez. Nobody even talked about that one. No, they don't. Uh, it, and it's 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 very weird. I, I'm the, the reason why I'm kind of st- stopping and starting my uh, talking is because I have to be careful with what I say. Oh, of course, yeah. Don't worry. We'll um, I'll, I'll take that into mind. Obviously, when we talk about something else later. Yeah. Um. So I, I have n- I, while um, I'm a fan of the uh, free market. Mm-hmm. I've never been a fan of monopolies. Yeah. Um, and they are, I think they're trying to be uh, Disney and other such media that just skirt the edge, just, just mm. dip that toe right in that monopoly. Of course, yeah. So can uh, I just run through something? Because I'm literally yep. sitting on the THQ Nordic page at the moment. Oh, right. On right. their list of games. Mm-hmm. Now this reads as a fever pitch of incredible series that you don't know are owned by THQ Nordic. Oh yes. So yep. uh, let's get into this Hunt Showdown, Destroy All Humans, Kingdoms of Amalur, Battle for Bikini Bottom, 
the SpongeBob yes. game, the yep. Metro series, Desperados, Saints Row, yeah, Dead by Daylight, Manhunter, yeah. Wasteland Three, Darksiders, yeah. City Skylines, and that's just the first page. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big and a big and a lot of the yeah. games I play are from THQ Nordic. Yeah. F1. They're actually originally yeah. from Volition, but yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, they've got the F1 series, Monster Jam. Just <laughs> going through all of that. Yeah, Darksiders, of course. Uh, Generation Zero, Sphinx. Bloody hell, I remember Sphinx of the Cursed Mummy from the PS2. Jesus. <laughs> uh, they've got the, the Great Guyana Sisters as well. God, so many series. I'm just going to yep. keep looking through. Super Lucky's Tale, <laughs> Recore, De Blob. Oh god, the blob! <laughs> oh god. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, MX versus ATV. Oh, oh god, gosh. What else is there? Yeah. Bloody hell! I'm gonna go onto the last page and see if I can see anything else on there. Red Faction. Yeah. Uh, Warhammer yep. Vermintide. Quantum oh, Break. Yeah. State of Decay. The Blob Two. Ori in the Blind Forest. I think they probably published that. I was gonna say. I'm yeah. pretty sure they published that. But yet, not a lick of time splitters anywhere. <laughs> oh, wait, it's because I haven't actually made a bloody game in the series yet. Yeah. Um, I'm see if that appears on the... On the cof, cof, oh, I haven't pronounced it. Bloody it's German Coke. company. It's Coke. Yeah, Coke okay. Coke. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds um, like I'm just about to go go on a right old, you know... Yeah. I'm not even going Coke there. Coke media. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so Embracer Group now, and you probably want to become familiar with that name, uh, owns a lot of your properties yeah, that you love and enjoy. Mm, far um, too many, if I'm honest. Now they've... Yeah, but see, here, I want to I wanna read the statement that uh, the CEO, who's, I can't pronounce, again, German, Lars Wingfors. Oh, man! <laughs> I oh, what are you so, gonna, what? I didn't oh. know that Deep Silver were uh, yeah. did pu- no did publishing oh. on certain games that I was quite interested in, including <laughs> Yakuza Kiwami, Poyo Poyo uh-huh. Tetris, yeah, and the King of Fighters fourteen. That, but that's my point. This is this is affecting all of us. Our various, you mm. know, interests. They probably should take Mighty Number no. Nine off of their page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How have yeah. I got oh. another? jab at mighty number nine in this episode i know that's... jesus <laughs> Sheesh. but i do want to say this uh statement that the ceo of the embracer group sure. um and i do apologize to our uh german listeners i i can barely speak english let alone yeah other beautiful languages and sure. uh, so lars ving first ah, sounds all right actually all right uh, anyway, he's the CEO, mm-hmm. and I am kind of dumbfounded mm. by this statement. He quotes, he said, quote, I'm buying into Randy and the management. Oh, I'm my trust- God. <laughs> I'm trusting them. Bad move. By doing that, we don't need to put a controlling function in place, micromanaging anything. You couldn't micromanage Randy Pitchford. You should time. micromanage Randy You Pitchford. should. You should. <laughs> Otherwise he runs you away with $13 could. million dollars of bonuses. 
Our model wouldn't work if we were creating a central headquarters with 500 people asking questions about business plans. I'm sorry, that sounds so shady. That's not our model. Our operating model with these operating groups, we have eight of them starting this morning. That's Mm. the key to our success. Okay. So. Hold on. Hold on. Uh huh. I said that started this morning, obviously, when the statement came. That's unusual because surely the. um, Surely. Any merger like this would would actually have to be cleared by the FCC well, first. But where unless is, they've kept it quiet until the actual sale went properly through. Yes, but where is Embracer Group Embracer Group located? I have no idea. And turn those notifications off. Yes, I yeah. heard. <laughs> they did that last week too. How unprofessional! I know. Nah, it's, it's fine. Terrible. It's it's fine. Um, but uh. Uh, Embrace a group. I'm not sure where they're from originally. Oh, they're Swedish by the looks of it. So, hmm. Oh, so then maybe that wasn't a German name. I'm just bad at languages. I no, am... I believe uh, Coke Media is German. Uh, I, I, I'm just bad at languages. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so just so you know, Coffee Stain Studios were involved yeah. in a Goat Simulator. Yes. That's exactly and, uh, why I said I was familiar with them. Oh, okay. And Deep Rock Galactic. Apparently, Deep Rock Galactic's a really, really good game. And I probably should have a look at it soon. It's a co-op FPS. Yes, it's supposed to be really good. But, uh, you know, Goat Simulator is my my love. Um, why? I don't know. I know. I just I, I just felt like asking you just because. But uh, you've throwing me off course with this yes so i i'm just like <laughs> i just can't believe he said the the phrase i'm buying into randy and the management i'm trusting them so what he's really done bad idea is essentially handed randy pitchford randy mother flipping pitchford <laughs> i know you wanted to say something else there i did uh, a blank check the one person in video game publishing history that you should not hand a blank check to. Mm, I think um, I think Take Two realized that quite quickly. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I just this is going to be an adventure for those of us that like the background mm. stuff. Yeah. Uh, Quick question like, then. Kind of, mm-hmm. What the hell does that mean for the $13 million uh, bonus that was supposed to be for the Gearbox software employees that Randy Pitchford clearly pocketed? Gosh. Does does that mean he has to pay that back to take two? No, because they never... Didn't he, like... uh, He had an excuse and covered his rear end and... Yeah, but the fact fact that take two now no longer own... Gearbox means that they're not getting any further sales from from the game, are they? You know what that might mean? Uh, that former employees can probably sue Take Two now. Ah, yeah, good point. Yeah, because yeah, they might be able to sue Take Two as the parent company yep. at the time for failing yep. to pay their bonuses, um, even though they'll claim that they did and Randy never paid them over because he's such a scum. Um, oh. Gosh, there I'm aren't just... many people in the gaming industry that we will call scum, but he is one of them. Oh right, no, and 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 like it's documented that he is. That's not just us being like 
Well, he doesn't agree with our principles, so he's scum. No, go. Yeah. It's documented. Yeah, the honestly, dude is. Dude is wrong. Yeah, just dude go and listen wrong. to our episode, the irre- mm-hmm. irreverent breakdown of one Randy Pitchford. Yes, that is the name. Yes, a well deserved <laughs> episode name. <laughs> Yeah, where we, where, we t- where we talk about him uh, watching some uh, dodgy content and calling pu- calling that person an effing magician. Yep. Which was funny, let's be honest. It was, it's well, hilarious. See, that's the thing. Up until he started destroying people's lives, yeah. um, I found him a very uh, interesting... I keep saying interesting, but I mean, a, a character that kind of drew you in and oh, yeah. he doesn't... You know, he's kind of an outcast, but, you know, that kind of maverick thing. Stuff that I liked, I'm very drawn to. So, um, ba- so basically what you're saying is he is very much of the same ilk as someone like... Uh, I know you're a particular fan of him, but uh-huh. someone like John Romero or, you know, people yes. who used to work at it. Yes. And, uh, you know, although he doesn't now, he shouldn't even shine the shoes of John Romero. But, uh... At, up until that point, I was, like, very kind of fascinated by this figure, and I was like, oh, yeah. Plus, I really love, like, the humor of Borderlands. Um, I never thought it was a strong game, mm. but Borderlands 2 is hilarious. I actually laughed out loud, loud several times. Yeah. Uh, the art style was new for its time. It's one of the first ones. Well, no. I was going to say first ones that did cell shading, but that's not true no, at all. No, it definitely wasn't. Um, you know, because but, there were games on, on the GameCube oh, yeah. that Be- really took advantage of that say, beautiful Joe. Yes, exactly. Um, and Killer7. So, yeah. Oh, funny that. Gosh, I seem to have yeah. picked up on uh, Capcom games. Oh, man. I, <laughs> I haven't thought of that since the last time we talked about it, and I still haven't picked it up. Anyway. Um, yeah, I know. That that was that forms like the part of... Um, Oh, was was it the big uh, the Capcom Five or something on the GameCube? Oh, there yeah. There were supposed to be five yeah. games on the GameCube from Capcom yeah. that were like supposed to like break boundaries. One of them was Beautiful Joe from Clover Studios, which, if people wow. don't know, Clover Studios used to be the name for Platinum Games. Yep. Uh, yes, and Camille used to work at Capcom, which is why we got Devil May Cry. Yes. Yeah, it's strange, but yeah, that's a that's a story in its own right. We should talk about the Capcom Five at some point because that's really quite should. famous. It is. It is. That's actually a very good. Write that down. Um. <laughs> On it, because <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, because you'll be really good at that. But um. Yeah, I seem to know a little bit about those. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this is very mind blowing. I, I. Yeah, I don't I get it. I can't talk about... Well, but I can't talk about a lot of the stuff I want to talk about. Oh, I know you can't. Why we wanted uh, guests on. Mm. Um, this is... It It may not seem insane to you, our dear listeners, but know that what is happening is insane. Especially sure. in a time like this. And mm. especially handing Randy Pitchford a blank check. I don't know what we're going to get. We're, we may get the most amazing thing. I don't think so, because I've never cared for Gearbox's games. No, neither uh, have I, to be honest. The only they, one that I had any vague interest in, mm-hmm. it wasn't even developed by them. It was Tales from the Borderland. Oh, gosh, yeah, which I don't care for at all, Great. but yes. Absolutely incredible game. Really, yeah. really good game. Um, 
And, and to be fair, the, like I said, while I did play Borderlands 1, uh, Borderlands 2 is my favorite of them, and I've never touched Borderlands 3 because I've heard it's more dog vomit. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, but so so having said, I, why would there's no track record? There's no track record of success. Why would you invest this much? There has to be something. It and, just has to be something. And I think we've naturally led on to the theory that. <laughs> yes. So. The flow naturally into it. So obviously, with the fact that Take Two have decided to part ways with uh, Gearbox Software. Could it be, and could it very much be, that Take-Two are in problems? Um, I, I do uh, actually think that, yes. Look, so... This is speculation for yeah, our listeners out yeah. there. This is all speculation at this okay, point. Okay, I'm glad you put that, because this is the theory I have. And I tell you what, this was, su- this was such a reach, even for me. Mm-hmm. I, and I like to think big. Yes. You know? So, if this comes true... You heard it here first, because I've heard no one saying anything about this, by the way. Mm-hmm. I've kept We've my been ear- right on several things, by the uh, way. I have kept my ear to the ground on a few things, because there was a lot of uh, dissidence about this particular takeover, obviously. But no one seemed to think to look at Take-Two at all. Yeah. So, so we'll go into Take-Two a little bit. Take-Two are obviously the publishing house for... Um, or the parent company for quite a few different studios, including 2K Games... Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll fail to mention one of them because they're the biggest partners out of all of them but they are very relevant to my theory mm-hmm. so um, is it possible with them being in a bit of a bad state at the moment that certain games like Borderlands 3 were forced to have microtransactions in them to recoup mm-hmm. development costs um, I a thousand percent believe that that sure was the motivating factor. Okay. 100%. So obviously, you look at how they've gone with the advertising for the two K games, specifically the basketball games, mm-hmm. and how they've had targeted advertising, uh, predatory yep. loot boxes, yep, all the likes of. Uh, a failing financial company or a greedy company, let's be honest, because EA do it too, and they're not failing. Right. No, Um, they're far from it. So, this is where the theory... This is where I came to you and I went... This is just totally off the cuff. Just thought of something briefly on it, and I went... And like I said, there was a reason why I left this particular one out. Right. This is the question I asked you. Is it possible... Mm -hmm that Dan Hauser left Rockstar Games because he was unhappy that Take-Two kept forcing them to put microtransactions into GTA V and Red Dead Redemption 2. And... But... uh, mm -hmm. The second part of this theory was, is it possible that someone like Microsoft could come in and buy Rockstar Games? Because they're looking for a big studio still. They very much are, and um, I said I wanted to answer this or talk more about it on air. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, did, because this is actually, a, I think it's a really interesting theory. I, I'm not I, stroking my own ego on that one, let's be honest. I kind of... No, yeah. Well, that's what... No, that's going to come out wrong. Uh, but one <laughs> thing I enjoy about 
you know, Rapper Reviews Radio is that we do, we are able to take quote unquote outlandish theories and play around with them. Mm. And we've been right more than we've not been right. Yeah, I mean, you called the Stadia thing long I before called, anyone else did. Ooh, you I said, called that way back. Yeah, you said that the first thing that they'll do is drop their uh, in-house publishing. Yep. Or development that's, studio, sorry. Yep. Yeah, development studio. That's exactly what they did. Um, mm. And, uh, yeah, because, I mean, uh, when we say we called Stadia, it's not because Stadia went out of, you know, production or whatever. No, no, everyone saw that. The writing on the wall for that was way back. Yeah. I specifically said they would do away with their development portion. Mm, yeah, but nobody thought it would on... only take 10 months. Right, yeah. Or less, uh, or about a year or yeah, something. Yeah, because I think I... Been? 18 months, I think it is? I think so, because yeah, I, I think I they launched said... in 2019, didn't they? They did, and I said I gave them... I, I want to say that I said about between three and five years. Yeah, um, so it happened a little bit sooner mm-hmm. than you expected. But, it's the exact timeline I gave. I mean, the exact um, progression. Yeah. That I said would happen. Um, so, and then there's some other things, um, calling cyberpunk and, and and all those uh, types of things. So it may sound outlandish, uh, Pete's mm. theory, but we've been right more than we've been wrong. Yeah, we have. It's been really unusual, actually. Yeah. So. And uh, Dad, <laughs> what was that? It's Siri. What <laughs> the hell? I'm just gonna have to start leaving Siri outside. I have the dude Siri. Um, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, so to get back on track. Uh, so Pete's theory. I, I wanted to dis- to discuss this um, from from the bits that I could discuss. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Okay. So I I still never quite figured out why dan hauser left rockstar they've not made it very abundantly clear why he left nope they never did it wasn't even the fact that he just upped and left it was the fact that he was placed on essentially what was gardening Mm -hmm. leave for a long time yeah i hopefully mistakenly fingers crossed uh felt that there was maybe some kind of you know like a personal like you know it was during the me too movement you know all that kind of thing mm. um and so i still hope that that's not why he left let's guarantee but- that honestly like with all the controversies that uh, gta has had over the years mm-hmm. not even just gta actually rockstar generally mm-hmm. because well we won't forget about manhunter band oh launches all that sort of thing yeah uh the fact that they had to rename bully to canis <laughs> canon edit over uh, here because of the stupidity of yes. our government uh teenage mutant ninja heroes uh or sorry teenage mutant heroes is that it uh yeah but i had nothing to do with rockstar well no but i meant but it's stupid it way be, yeah okay yeah it, had to be it was renamed. teenage mutant hero, hero turtles turtles. Here because we had a blanket ban on anything ninja related yes stupid considered I know. violent yeah uh yeah so same thing uh you know with bully and all of that mm. uh but am i wrong doesn't dan hauser's brother still work for rockstar i believe he still uh you know lead project oh studio yeah. he leads you know i believe that is still true and the only uh statement they released was a generic 
you know. Dan Hauser's leaving, basically. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Sam Hauser, I believe, is still the... Uh, heads the studio's president. So, that speaks to something behind the scenes has happened. Yeah, of course. Uh, whether it's a disagreement or an health, a health issue or, uh, you know, or like I said, a personal uh, disagreement with, you know, certain things. That really points to that uh, in my mind. Mm. So, it could be. I think it's just as legitimate to speculate that it could be a disagreement with the uh, microtransactions. Yeah. Um, I don't know because, having said that, uh, GTA Online has made bukus of money. Yes. And it, it could be something just simple as we've already made uh, bukus of money. Uh, Why we don't do have we to need to do more? Exactly. Um, and then maybe the opposing side was like, well, we could we, always We need have more them. money. Yeah. And uh, greed is never satisfied. Yeah. So, so there's a couple of things, obviously, pieces of evidence that point towards this. Mm -hmm. For me, anyway. Yes. Was, um, one, how long it takes for them to develop a game. Bearing in mind that 2K are a particular... Uh, subsidiary or parent company that don't like long developments. I mean, let's yeah. let's look at the two K series, <laughs> you know, yearly franchises. Oh, you know. with terrible, terrible uh, bugs. Exactly. So terribly hilarious. You know, I get, you know, bearing in mind that obviously, you know, they made Red Dead Redemption two in two thousand and eighteen. Uh -huh. That was eight years since Red Dead Redemption yes. was done, or yep. not even well. We'll, get, we'll call it six because of the uh, the undead nightmares, right? Which right, I believe came okay. in twenty twelve, didn't it? That yes, it did. Yeah, it did. so we'll take we'll discount that. So a six a six year development cycle on the next Red Dead game, and mm -hmm. it's not like they showed it off like particularly early, was it? Right. They no, showed uh, it, and six months later, it was out. Yeah, it um, was very uh, yeah. It picked were, up momentum at the very exa end. Exactly, and everyone knew what they were doing. Like they, they knew how they were handling that, but yeah, they made always... no mention of Red Dead Online at that time, did they? Yeah, no, no. No, it was just solely a single-player game. Uh -huh. um, uh, GTA Five was the same. Mm -hmm. Didn't show it off until about six months ahead of time. Right. Rockstar are very particularly secretive about what particular projects they are working on, but let's be honest, most people know exactly what they're working on. Right. You know. They're the same properties over and over, so. Well, not even just that. It's just the fact that they can't keep voice actors quiet. <laughs> yeah. They never do. They just put it on a LinkedIn yeah. profile and that's it. It just goes widespread. Yeah. Um, but bearing in mind that obviously... GTA Online was never showed even before the fact they did tell us that it was coming mm -hmm. but obviously it wasn't there for launch which makes no sense I, I've i never understood why they held off on Red Dead Online and um, GTA Online until a couple of months after the fact that the game launched I don't know it, feel, all... it does feel don't... like to me especially with the way that Red Dead uh, not Red Dead Online yeah, okay, Red Dead Online did come out a little bit broken at first. Oh, it did, yeah. But uh, GTA V's one was notoriously unplayable for at least three days. It was. 
like on launch like that was terrible like so that felt like it was a it was a hatchet job it was a rushed thing you You know know what i I just had a thought cross my mind kind of fleshing out your own uh theory yep so gta 5 a game that tons of us we all i'm not gonna say everyone knows and loves but it's a very well-known well-loved game i mean 135 million copies says otherwise yeah, and it's it's on you know it's across three different. Sorry, systems. can I just say that that was also going to be another point that I raised the fact that it was on PS3, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox mm-hmm. 360, and now Xbox Series X and PS5. And so yeah, just go with me here. That this I'm having a thought evolve as we're speaking. Mm-hmm. It's very organic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So okay, GTA Five, a game that we all know and love. No DLC. Yeah, nothing. Which is strange. GTA Online. But tons. So much. Of DLC. Yeah. Casino Heist Update. That's the newest one, and it is like a fully-fledged game in an online thing. Exactly. So what if... And then, of course, Red Dead Redemption doesn't have any DLC either. No. Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, so what if possible that Dan Hauser is the writer? Yeah, he's the main writer. He was main the main writer. writer. So what if they had him making GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2 as commercials, as the pre-product, as the not the heart and soul for the online versions? Mm-hmm. Where... As a creative, now me, I'm an advertising creative. Um, if you've put your heart and soul into something and they treat it as a kind of... A commodity, basically. Yeah, I mean, it is a commodity, but kind of almost like a second commodity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there is a resentment that builds up there. Hmm. So I actually don't think you're too far off in speculation. Yeah. Um, of course, you know... We have to see this bear out and blah, blah, blah. Now, you haven't said the second half, have you? No, not yet. Okay, Cause I, cause well, let's do a, that. There was another part to the theory, <laughs> yes, which makes more was... sense as to why I said particularly Microsoft. Exactly. So, yeah, you go well, on with that. Because... Well, yeah, Microsoft are on the hunt for studios. We know this. Like they have, They've made it they very, very, very clear the, the Bethesda and Zenimax uh, purchase was not their only purchase. Mm-hmm. So, this could be a, this this could be speculative. This could mm-hmm. be nothing. But the right. fact that they leaned very heavily on uh, using the Xbox One X for Red Dead Redemption 2 mm-hmm. in their marketing could right. be that they favour Microsoft more now than they do PlayStation. Right. However, it is one of these things where that does happen. It's not unusual because uh, a company like Sony might come in and go, oh, we want you to show you this. We want to show this version. We'll give you X amount towards the development costs. Right. To do so. It could be the Microsoft. It could be nothing. It really could be nothing. Yeah. But if, uh, if the purchase does happen, that little nothing could be every bit of evidence that pointed that way and i don't want to be the one that missed out on not pointing it out yeah um i 
I think it is. I think it's a possibility only because mm. who in their right mind, who could have called? I couldn't have called and I wanted to call it uh, Microsoft buying Bethesda. Not one single person in the world. No, nope. because it wasn't even very abundantly clear that Zenimax were in problems. I mean, it wasn't first and foremost. I mean, seventy six ruined. <laughs> well, that's actually the case in point. Why Zenimax were pretty much screwed, and people should have seen the writing on the wall. Exactly. Why? Uh, why put out an online game with a subscription uh, model for oh, sixty dollars? Yeah, uh, for a sixty dollar or fifty pound game with a subscription model for $100 a year and microtransactions if your game is if your company isn't in problems and you're yeah. trying to recoup costs for a failed game yeah and oh god i mean it was just one disaster after another and you know yeah. there i think a lot of companies have tried to recreate the success that GTA 5 has had um and online they failed. and they've failed because uh I believe the basic GTA Online, that's free, isn't it? You just hop on? Um, Kind of. They're making it free to play for everybody. Yeah. Um, They've also done the same with... (laughs) I can't believe I didn't include this as well. But they've just done it with Red Dead Dead Online, haven't they? I believe so, For a small cost. Why make an online mode? separate from the game uh, for a small cost yeah if it's not if you're not going through some sort of financial issue why would you do that exactly my point <laughs> you hit the exact nail i was going for it's absolute madness i think that it's just so shocking to believe but this is how it is in well it's, it's like this in all entertainment but mm-hmm. this is how it is in game publishing you know in 2018 Red Dead Redemption 2 sold an unprecedented amount of copies, made yeah. tons of money. I mean, and GTA... And loads of awards as well. Well, exactly. And GTA Online, I think, actually made more money than Red Dead did. So we're dealing with a studio that in 2018 was cream of the crop, big dog, top yeah. of the charts. and Still are. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, physical sales for GTA 5 are still going. Yeah, but apparently i mean i think dan hauser leaving was the clue yep i think now starting to charge for online access is a huge clue mm-hmm. um also um gta 5 and red dead redemption 2 going on to game pass huge clue i don't think it's as big as clue as you think it is <laughs> i I do, I do think it's actually Nah, I'm gonna disagree. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna disagree with my own point here. Okay. Um, I think you might be right. Microsoft yeah. tempting the waters by throwing a butt ton of money at them, going, "Yeah, let's have your games on Game Pass." But Let's then they, t- but then Take Two turns around and goes, "You can't have them both at the same time. You can have GTA right. Five for a little bit, but then you have to have Red Dead, and the other one comes off." Yep. That's a bit strange. Why not have both? Surely they're right. getting more money as a result of that. Yeah, because they, I mean, obviously now they own Bethesda, but before, hey, actually. What? That's a good point, too. Don't forget, before they uh, acquired, Be- or before it was publicly known they acquired Bethesda, 
they started pushing Bethesda properties really oh, hard in the. Yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah, because um, uh, New Vegas three and four mm-hmm. were all added onto Game Pass around about like beforehand, and then seventy six got added, didn't it? Yep. Exactly. Ooh. And then um, yeah, and then Skyrim. Yeah. It was put actually. on there. Oh boy! I think okay, we, I, I think we, we think we might be actually mining the reasons why this could be more true than we think. I I think so. I think this is another one of our uh, uh, out there predictions that could out be there right. predictions. Yeah. Um, oh, let's hope so. I really want to be right on this one. Well, this is why I wanted to talk about it on the show because I think there was some merit to it. I didn't think. I mean, oh, yes, okay. As an outside objector, it look or outside observer, it looks like you're overreaching no not but, even just that i think most people in a uh can you can you do me a favor on this one mm-hmm. uh can you can you mark down the time uh yes because I most people because most people would think that i was absolutely batshit insane yeah yeah so uh yeah oh crap it's that time <laughs> I, <laughs> this, has been de- this has definitely been going on for more than 16 minutes yes it has <laughs> it's because it's because I was tired. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I looked at the first. <laughs> God. Oh dear. Anyway, okay. yeah, most yeah most wow. people would think that I was absolutely, completely insane, reading yeah. that. Which is why I said to you, "Shall I put this in team in our Discord team chat room and see what people think?" And I and I you went no. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it first. Now we're gonna put it to to the discord well, uh, yeah well, because of this episode, episode yeah. yeah um because i really do want uh i want other people's thoughts and opinions on this i know that this isn't our you know most sexiest episodes but they're some of my favorites i don't care i love it when we do this because we're yeah. right more than we're wrong yeah that's uh, true uh, we'll, we'll be the first to admit when we're wrong Oh, yeah, and yeah. we've been wrong. Um, oh, I can't remember about what, but I'm sure we have. Well, uh, I've been wrong yeah. about many a thing. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm always wrong about most things, if I'm honest. Oh, gosh, and it just yeah. so happens that I pull something completely out of my butt. Yeah, oh. oh Not weird. like that. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, but listeners, I do. I want to know your thoughts on this, uh, especially if you do follow the kind of background stuff like we do, publishers, mm. developers. Um, they... They're humans like us. God, that sounds like I'm saying those movie stars. They're just like us. But uh, you aren't human. (laughs) But I, I love to know all of this kind of stuff, and uh, Todd Howard being one of my favorites to follow. Um, Yeah, because they are. There's some real characters out there, and again, Randy Pitchford takes the cake. Why did they give him a blank check? That is the question for me. So crazy. For the rest of 2021, that is going to be my main philosophical question. Why on earth did they give Randy Pitchford a blank check? What? There's what? What? Something there. Something there. Um. But I think. Do you want to add any more? Because we're at an hour thirty. Not particularly. Okay, I think we're gonna wrap this one up. Um, yeah, we but got, I we got no more news. Uh, I think we'll we'll leave. We've got this for this week. Uh, yeah, because um, we're trying to make that more of a kind of once uh, once a month thing. Again, not because uh, you should 
only attend to your mental health once a month. Absolutely not. It's just that now that we're all kind of in the same boat with the global pandemic, um, we're all kind of there. <laughs> Sorry, I've just seen something oh. really, really strange online. Okay. I, I don't know if I want to mention it on the show, but Jesus. Oh, dear. <laughs> Is it about Randy Pitchford? <laughs> no, it's not. It, com- it comes from a gaming website called Fanbyte. Oh, God. Uh, the title of this article is The only thing I like about Ghost of Tsushima so far is Jin's bare ass. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. Um, oh, gosh. Can I ask, this will be a bit controversial, but can you tell, and I know, I know for real, without a joke, we shouldn't assume people's gender. Mm. But can you tell the gender of the person writing the article? Uh, it does say that the name of the person is called Kenneth. Okay. And it was from 2020, um, to be fair. Right. But it, that it's been re-brought up by um, someone we have spoken to quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, previous guest, Sophia Narwitz. Uh, oh, yes, yes. So, because obviously the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which we didn't mention in the news, was censoring some of the famous butt shots. See, okay, that's a separate <laughs> show. Keep all of that, tag all of that, because we're going to talk about that. Uh, I yeah. want to dive into that very much. Oh, yeah, I'm um, going to put that on there. So, how yeah. do I put it there? Because... Uh, that means we could talk about Dead Island's uh, collector edition as well. Um, I'm surprised you didn't laugh at that. <laughs> there you go. It was covering it. Oh, oh that's great. Yeah, I just back- put it in the chat as bot shots. Yeah, I think that'll be the title of that episode. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we, do, we really do thank you for stopping by and joining us. I know, again, this is not everyone's cup of tea, but I love these discussions i can't help it look i love speculating i know we did originally want to have someone who was a bit of an expert in urges and acquisitions to come on and discuss this with us because we had a few questions and then i wanted to pose the pose the theory to them and see what they thought about it being uh, you know in a place of you know a bit more knowledge than us uh right but that didn't work out but we can obviously approach it in the future again Uh, we've got a list of a few things that we want to do, but we'll keep those yes. close to our chest until we can get closer to actually booking some people. Yes. Um, yeah, because there's one thing that, and this is true for all entertainment media, you've got the creative face of entertainment, which is your writers, your actors, your voice actors, your artists, your illustrators, all of that. Mm. But the behind the scenes, which is the part that I love, is your business world. And if the business world is not working like a well-oiled machine, mm. your entertainment doesn't get produced. No, it doesn't. So that's I love that relationship. I don't love that relationship. I hate that relationship, actually, as a creator. Mm. But I'm fascinated by the interconnectedness of it all. Sure. Uh, so, yes, I realize that it's not everyone's cup of tea, but sometimes we have to indulge uh, Pete and, our, and my um, enjoyment. Personally. And our craziness, too. Yes, and our craziness, because we get proven right. Um, but anyway, we still thank you for stopping by. You could listen to anybody, but you pick us, and that's pretty dang cool. It's awesome, um, thank you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we start talking about Red Dead, and all of a sudden I'm texting again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's because you really want to be Arthur Morgan as much as 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love him. I know, uh, but moving oh, on. No, actually, that does bring up. Uh, we are now in February. Woo! Which is when? Yeah. Whew, whew, that was a that January was a long one. Yeah. Um, are, uh, what did I, what did I call January? Usually, it's like a. Uh, what did I call? Uh, there is a there is a word that they call January well, for some reason. The business world has a few things it calls it, and then there's also Cyber Monday, which is in January. Not Cyber Monday, frick <laughs> me, Blue Monday. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, which is actually, unfortunately, and I, I'm not trying to celebrate that, but that's actually a good day for business. Yeah. Um, but there's this long-standing uh, saying that in. Uh, business the months starting with j are the hardest it's where profits mm. go down it's just the way the year falls and um but anyway them, to be fair yeah but that's very boring and financial crap that it would bore yep. for everyone uh, <laughs> but uh but i wanted to talk about twitch oh we, yeah we are starting to make a schedule out that's uh, going to be tried our try our best. I mean, bearing in mind that everyone that works for Rapid Reviews is voluntary. We're volunteering our time and our yeah. energy and, and brain power and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we try to be as consistent as possible, but sometimes, you know, actual paying jobs and families and that kind of stuff, you know, that takes precedence. Um, but we're trying to get our Twitch streaming schedule finalized and uh i will be back to playing red dead which i think is going to be actually very good for me because i'm still on lockdown mm. here in lovely northern ireland um and i think streaming will give me a chance to interact with other humans besides pete <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, uh, uh, of course i'm joking pete's gonna be there um <laughs> really yes Ah, that's the first I've heard of this. Uh, if you want me to play Arthur Morgan as bad Arthur Morgan, you have to be there to witness it. Um, yeah, I was the one who told you to do it in the first exactly. place. Of course I'm going to be there. Exactly. Um, but Pete will have his own series that he'll be doing. Um, we're going to try... Uh, God knows what I'm doing at the moment. I know, it changes. But it's yeah. coming up, and then um, we're going to be doing uh, a lot of the... You know, our Among Us stream did really well. Yeah. Um, and we're so close to being Twitch affiliate. We're going to get the crew together and do some more kind of multiplayer things. Um, and, you know, if you're out there and listening and you want us to do things, just tell us. Suggest. We're, we're your dancing clown monkeys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so the thing is, you're going to try and do some single player games. I wanted yeah. to try and do some single player games. But yeah. the one that I had originally planned on doing... Mm -hmm. I can't even think about wanting to pick this game up again, and that was Death Stranding. Oh. I don't know why. Like there were certain bits I liked, and there was so much jank with it. Uh -huh. So I think I don't think it's a streaming game. So I think I might have to play that for myself. Yes. And come back on agree. that one. So I've got a capture card that I need to properly test out, and I might test it out by doing some multiplayer streams to start. Yeah, um, yeah, and so we'll be posting the schedule up on the various Twitters and uh, social medias and stuff. Um, 
I'll try and put that together as soon as we can finalize the time. Sure. Um, and then, you know, always come come give us a view. Uh, it will be funny. It will be hilarious and just a good kickback time. Mm. Uh, and we're trying to reach affiliate, so we appreciate your views. Yeah. Yeah. It might also be the case, because this is one thing we have properly discussed, is actually doing this live. This uh, and yes, that's right. Uh, which would be very, very cool. Uh, I wouldn't mind well, having, yeah. having a laugh at, at my live mishaps. Yeah, because um, we, we did it for the 50th episode, and that was, was so much fun. And we had like, was, some really good questions was. that came in at the time and all of that. So yeah. something we want to re-explore. Yeah. Uh, it might be the case, that obviously, if we do that, that would mean that you know, it's slightly more delayed on the uh, on the podcast side of things by maybe about twenty four hours. Yeah, which I think is fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also I need to practice my camera work because I've got some future stuff coming up. Fingers crossed. Oh yeah, uh, yeah of course. I can't talk about anything. <laughs> Nobody it can talk about seem- anything. I know, but it, but it does make me seem like I'm really private. But it's not that. I'm just under various things i can't talk about well um, we all can't to be honest i mean even some of the yeah. stuff that we've just said we shouldn't really be talking about them until they're properly finalized but we just, right we want to give you an idea that we're working on some some stuff yes. in the background to try and advance this always, in some way i was gonna say that's that's really what i wanted to say is that we're always out there working for you because uh we appreciate you guys so yes. very very much we do yeah, I, I have said it before, and I will continue to say it, but I do honestly believe that this podcast saved my life, and um, and I and I don't say that, uh, you know, mildly. Oh, um, well, I, I, don't, I don't think it's too hard to say that it also probably did the same for me as well, because that was in a really bad period of yes. time for me, mental health-wise, where yep. I needed, needed some people around and having this consistent thing going on every week yes. and someone to talk to every week, you know. More yeah. times than once, obviously. You well, know, yeah. You know, it is strange to think that me and you never discussed anything beforehand, and then when we just jumped on that <laughs> planning me, it was like we knew each other for months. It was like yeah. really crazy, uh, considering yep. how many times you keep saying how autistic you are. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You have to be. There are people who who can translate autistic people. I don't know uh, why I'm one of them. Apparently, you're one of them. I'm the um, I'm the autism whisperer. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. That's not um, offensive. No, I'm trying not to be that offensive, honestly. No, I'm even not Even you offended. found that funny, so. Yeah, I'm not offended by that at all. No, because I think most of us, uh, especially those that are Aspies like myself, mm. we know we have communication problems. I want to, oh my gosh. Very quick side story and then we'll wrap up. Um, but I have a therapist that I speak to every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And... It, sometimes it changes. It's not always the same person, but it's, you know, they're trying to understand autism. Because I'm not in therapy for autism. Um, it's more like having to deal with being an adult diagnosed with it and then also depression and anxiety on top of it. Yeah. Because they all go hand in hand. But uh, so a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, okay, you know, uh, here's. I was laying out like referral processes for the future. I was like, yeah, well, this is how I feel about this. This is what I think about this. This is, you know, blah, 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 blah. To tell like a a referral, like doctor type thing. She sends me back a written version of 
what she believes. I said, every single point, and there was 10 of them, was wrong. I was like, how? How did you get this so wrong? Like, how did you interpret anything I said to mean that? I don't uh, know. But I had a very good laugh about it because that is that's autism. That's what yeah. it is. It's it's a, an inability to communicate uh, properly. And so I, I did call her back. We went back over it. It was like, oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying <laughs> it. It's like no, no. Sorry. Yeah, there's a wire crossed oh. somewhere. Yeah, but that is pretty much my life. Is my wires stay crossed? Mm. Uh, and it's very few people in this world who who get what i'm saying yeah um, which is why i obviously make quite a lot of jokes about it because i do oh, seem yeah. to understand it quite well especially in yes. your in your mm-hmm. instance because you, you could be like in a planning meeting between us in the middle of the week you'd be like ronning off about something and i'll just go oh gosh yeah <laughs> yeah but this and it just makes a really stupid joke and you just stop and it's yeah. like just have a good laugh about something yeah once that train gets going i have to get it all out <laughs> yeah but that's neither here nor there. Um, but if you want to enjoy more of this, I don't know why you would. Uh, you can actually find us online. Um, now, let's see how much I can do from memory without clicking on my special notes. Uh, yeah, because you, you can... finally got the document after s- 65 oh, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> the blank document I've used to be all this time. Yes. Um so if you want to contact us or chill with us or whatever, um, you can find Rapid Reviews on tw- uh, Twitter, which is... Oh, frick. Nope. Can't even do it. <laughs> I'm going to pull my notes up. Rapid Reviews UK. Thank you. At Rapid Reviews UK on Twitter. Um, Facebook and then, as well. Uh, and that's, yeah, we have Rapid Reviews UK on Facebook. Um, the podcast-specific Twitter is at RRRadioPod. Um, and then, of course, uh, Pete, where are you at on Twitter? Why? Why would you even want to? But if, <laughs> if, you, if you're crazy enough, and some people are, uh, you can follow me at Pete Beckett one which is the number one. I'll spell it out because I don't think I ever really do that. It's B-E-C-K-E-T-T. Yep. But you can see me tweeting at the tr- critical drinker that if he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I've had a really weird week this week for like people yeah. liking the crap out of some of my posts for some really strange reason. Yeah, you had a lot of uh, uh, engagement on a couple of your things which is awesome yeah i was really um, disappointed i didn't get to the old uh, 69 uh, likes on that oh post uh-huh um also surprised you didn't say at peach buckets uh- <laughs> because it wouldn't be right and people would actually try and find at peach buckets oh, and no. find nothing you're gonna have to make an at peach buckets because a listener is gonna do that i know they will i'm gonna see um, if there really is one i'm gonna live find out so carry on. Oh, that would be hilarious. Anyway, if you want to follow me, which is a conglomeration of autism, video games, my business, and just abstract. <laughs> there really is. Oh my gosh, there is? That's awesome. There is someone actually at Peach Buckets. Uh, he's a college basketball junkie, apparently. That is great. Um, Man, he's, he's got 122 followers. Oh, 
oh, very good. Fair enough. You probably just you just raised his profile a bit, so you might yeah go pick up a couple go, more. Yeah, go and follow at Peach Buckets. <laughs> yeah, so tell if some UK bloke was using his name. Um, <laughs> yes, if you want to follow insane autistic ramblings, gall no, because people take that wrong. They'll think mm. it's boring stuff. It's not boring stuff, honestly. I I I have strange. My Twitter is weird, uh, but it's at Kylie to greet K-L-A-Y-T-H-G-R-E-E-T. Sometimes there's some actual professional tweets that go out sometimes. Um, but uh, if you have any, uh, oh, it's not criticism. Well, criticism, uh, suggestions, feedback. feedback. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. I know you are. Uh, yeah. Or topic ideas for shows. Uh, you can email them to us at podcast at rapidreviewsuk.com mm-hmm. uh, and then our Twitch address for what we were talking about earlier is twitch.tv forward slash rapidreviews yes. and as always Rapid Reviews Radio is a supplement to the rapidreviewsuk.com website where we review uh, anything from indie games to AAA um, I always get tripped up there because that guy said there's a quadruple A now or something. Yes, it's like, and that's going to be the new Perfect Dark. Yeah, that may Apparently. actually be awesome. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the supplement there, you're going to find all the news and reviews you can use. We even review hardware. Um, and they're very quick reads uh, with even how long the reads take, which I love. Yeah. Um, the little counter thing on there and uh it's just cool it's just cool and i know it says rapid reviews uk but it's not just like our staff is international and we do all games everywhere so yep yeah um okay i think it's gonna wrap it up for us i think so yeah yeah my brain's starting to die um (laughs) yeah and i'm uh i don't know how much more i can take No, I'm, I'm I'm so tired. I, I don't know, know why. We we both were when we got on here. I was just like, why? I guess it's just winter time. I know. I just had to, I had to wake myself up with some quite intense games of Smash Brothers. You did, and, and I was literally oh. just sitting there going, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and I wanted to say before we go that uh, thank goodness we we did get all that out of our system because Pete was in jackass mode. What do you mean? <laughs> Oh, so many sarcastic quips. Um, oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I, I was a lot worse than this. You were, you were. But it was literally, funny. Literally everything you said, I just, everything. I was just refuted it with something <laughs> really stupid. Yeah, a sarky remark. Yeah. Um, which was fine, because that cracks me up. Yeah, but, the fact that you're an American who does understand sarcasm is quite a rare thing. Yeah, also an autistic bigot. I get some sarcasm. <laughs> I fell for some dumb stuff yesterday. Oh, God, I yeah. I was just like, really? You really? Oh. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Before we go to another absolute ridiculous <laughs> load of ranting. So sorry. I hope we've kept you company while you work from home or if you're back in the office or if you're, well, don't listen to us at school. Or if uh, you're out driving. Yeah, you can listen to us while you drive. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we hope you've enjoyed it, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye! Bye.